Welcome back, everybody, to Conversion to Christ podcast, where we dive into many different subjects about the gospel of Jesus Christ. But most importantly, we dive into individual stories about how they found Jesus Christ in their own lives. If you want to support the channel, we have a Venmo at conversion to the number two Christ. All of our videos and audio goes up on YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Spotify for podcasters, and Instagram. So go check it out. Let's get into this next episode. Um, like I just told you, we had our cousin just give his farewell talk and he did like way good. Ollie, what did you think about it? I think he did amazing. Yeah, he did. He did pretty good. Mm -hmm. He told like this story about how he went sailing with his brothers. It was pretty cool. He went sailing with his two older brothers and who was the guy's name? The, uh, the sailor instructor. Yeah. Frank. It was like sailor Frank. Yeah, Frank the Sailor. You got to get up close when you talk. But oh, Frank the Sailor. He's got a Frank the Sailor, right? And he he gave this way cool analogy where um these he would like perfectly dock the boat or do something on the boat. Um and then he would tell like, "Okay, right, who's next? Who wants to try it?" And people would get up and they would try it and they would just fail terribly. Like ram the like ram the boat into the dock. Um and then he'd be like, all right, who's next? That was terrible. Like, who wants to go next? And so then the his name's Will. Will's older brother got up and he like was trying to do it. And he kept asking questions and asking questions. And like every little thing he did, he asked Frank, the sailor, questions on how to do it, right? And he was able to dock it like perfectly. And he talks about how that is like relation to the spirit. Like spirit won't pay attention to those who aren't willing to seek seek answers or seek God or try their best. But when we try to seek for the spirit, he answers our questions. So for example, God's not going to do things for us. He, he's not going to take away our free will. Right. Um, and I thought that was like a super cool analogy for someone preparing to serve. Cause a lot of times missionaries going out honestly aren't as good as sp at speaking. Right. But he gave a really cool analogy, which I thought was pretty dope. Don't you think Ollie? Yeah, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sweet, bro. So, Shinobun today has actually prepared. I mean, he, he already knows about this topic pretty freaking well, but he's going to talk about like fasting. Okay. Do you know what fasting is, Ollie? Yeah. All right. What is it? Tell me what you remember about it. Um, It's like on like a Sunday, you don't eat and like fast for something. Like, yeah. 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 Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, like what do you do? You remember, like a reason you fasted in the past, or if you have? Uh, I mean, I've like fasted for like, uh, like like maybe for example, have you fasted like for someone to maybe feel better? If someone's sick, your family like fast yeah. for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. like fast for like stuff like that. Like yeah, yeah. Well, so on my mission, um. The only, honestly, my whole life, the only reason I fasted or even was taught to fast was if I needed extra help from God, right? Is yeah. that kind of what you've been taught to? Yes. Mm -hmm. um, and Shinobun here actually on my mission gave a Sunday school lesson and he like completely taught like a different view of fasting, which like really like actually blew my mind actually which is why i kind of want him to share it with you and also the people listening on the podcast okay. 
And anytime you have a comment, just be, hey, I need to talk. Okay. And you just let me know, okay? And always speak into the mic like that. Okay. Perfect. All right, Shinabun, can you talk a little bit about fasting and kind of what you taught me a little bit on the mish? Can I talk about fasting first, uh, Ollie? Yeah? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty much right. Um, yeah, we fast on Sunday. Um, you fast for something for a reason. Um, but my approach to fasting, uh, first, when I heard about fasting, I thought it was the worst thing ever. I was like, I love yeah. food. Food loves me. Why do I want to separate myself from either, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I really hated the idea. I was like, nah, no, thank you. Yeah. Someone's like, oh, you're going to do fasting? Nah. Immediately just say no. Nah, I'm not king. Not, not, my, not my cup of tea, sorry. While you're, while you're, while you're starving yourself, I'm going to go down to Cinnabon and buy me some cinnamon rolls and just devour them. So, yeah, that was my first initial because when I thought about it, I was like, you know, what was the purpose for it? And I've and it was interesting, um, as uh, Jackson said, I had to ask questions. Why are we doing this? What's yeah. the purpose for it? Yeah. And at first, I didn't like the answers. Mm -hmm. You know, I went to mission leaders and I talked to members and everyone said the same thing. Whenever I need help, whenever something bad happens. Mm. For me, it just didn't feel right. I was like, why? Why are we only fasting when something bad happens when something terrible happens in your life or something that you an outcome that you didn't like why are we only fasting for that uh, yeah so i yeah. i had to kind of think like okay what what is fasting for me what would i do for fasting and i looked at it i evaluated it and first i actually went into the medical terms on why fasting is good for you and there's actually a lot of studies, so much studies. I don't want to quote it because I might be like completely way off board. <laughs> and then someone would be like, nah, this guy doesn't know anything what he's talking about. But <laughs> there are studies out there. I've done my fair study. Um, I've done my research that suited my my need. Mm -hmm. And there's actually comes out with a lot of say where fasting, you know, not always fasting, but if you periodically fast now and then, it's actually quite good for your body, quite quite good for the system itself um especially for like recovery um something with uh, also hormone growth hormones after a certain hours the body actually starts producing growth hormones double check on that <laughs> don't quote me on that um so at first i was like great cool fasting is healthy for you yeah um so i actually compete in jujitsu a lot as uh, jackson knows do you know what jiu -jitsu and is? i yeah okay cool so yeah, I compete in jujitsu, and sometimes I like to go into lower classes just because I want to feel like a big boy. <laughs> and normally, normally I hit around the 105, 105 kg. I'm in super heavy division, mm -hmm. but I decided one time to go into like you know, might go in heavy or uh, middle or middle heavy. It, it just depends. Yeah. So I was like, cool. I've got a good reason why I want to fast, but now it's good for my body. But now, how can I spiritually enhance this? What's this? What, what, you know? Yeah. And as I said, Ollie, I wasn't really happy with the answers. Oh, if something bad's happening, we fast. Someone's yeah. sick, we fast. Those are good reasons, but it's it feels for me negative. So instead of fasting for help, I fasted in gratitude. Something great happens. Fast. Yeah. Um, for. Yeah. Sometimes not even just for something that you want, just for something that's going right 
or going and right in someone's life. Someone's had a baby. I fast, you know, you might want to fast for your friend. Say, mm. oh, you know, I, I, I fast for great health for their family. Fasting and gratitude is completely different buzz. It's actually really different. Yeah. And it was actually interesting. So I was listening to uh, I was listening to a talk and this guy was talking about when Jesus raised uh, Lazarus. Mm-hmm. And we all know the story about Jesus um, raising yep. Lazarus from the dead. When he went to the tomb, he saw a big boy rock. There was a big boy, big boy stone. And he told his apostles, hey, boys, move that, move that big boy. You guys are big boys. Go move that big boy rock. Yeah. So, and those were like big, big circular, like stones. They were massive. So, you know, all the yeah. big boys got to start pushing them away. He did this thing. He said, Lazarus, get up, bro. You've had enough sleep. Lazarus woke up from the dead. Yeah. And it was interesting. He goes, now we all look at the miracle. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus used the word of God. He did the impossible. Why? But then for me, I was thinking, why didn't he move the rock? Why didn't he move the stone? If he was, if he was, had the power to, to raise the dead, why didn't he move the big boy rock? Why didn't he move the big boy stone? It's because the stone, that stone, it was possible. Mm-hmm. God deals with the impossible, but he allows us to do the possible. Mm. And that's, for me, that's another way of fasting. It's possible for us to fast. It's possible for us to, you know, do these things. The impossible thing, we leave up to God and God alone. Yeah. And that's why I say when we fast in gratitude, we just want good things to happen. Mm. And, it's, and it's a great way to, to actually be closer to the spirit and also for those around you. But yeah, Ollie, like for me, when I fast, I like to fast when great things happen. And when sometimes bad things happen or I need help, but at this at the time I also think, but it's possible for me to finish this. It's possible for me to find a way out mm-hmm. of this. And sometimes I feel that we rely on it's good to always rely on God. But then when we only rely on him and we only think that things can be done through him, we also forget that it can also be it's possible for us. We he deals with the impossible. Let him do with that. Mm-hmm. But what's possible for us is to do the simple steps. Go to church, partake of the sacrament, do your priesthood duties, do your relief society duties. If you're a lady, not, yep. not, you know, <laughs> not leaving them out, not leaving them out, yep. not leaving out, not leaving out the ladies. It's the simple things. It's the possible things that he wants us to do. Yeah. So when I look at fasting, I look at it as an opportunity of gratitude. And maybe, yeah, Ollie, you might be want to think about that and, you know, Let's say you did really well in an exam. Mm-hmm. You did really well in an exam. You know what? It was great because you did that. But also, the Lord helped you because it was possible. Yeah. But yeah, that's just my take on fasting. Um, I'm not saying go out there and start doing a three-day fast because you're happy for everything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> still be smart about this. Yeah. Be healthy. The, the main thing is be healthy. Yeah. A healthy body <laughs> means a healthy mind, and a healthy mind is more open to a healthy spirit. Yeah. Yeah. If the body isn't healthy, the mind isn't healthy. And if the mind isn't healthy, the spirit is just, yeah, it's not feeling it. Yeah. Just like, nah, sorry, bro. Bit sick in the head. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, that's just my little, this is my little take on it. No, I, I literally love that so much. Before I give my comments, Ollie, what do you think about that? Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it make does it that kind of make sense to you? Yeah, that makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Well, so one thing I was thinking is there's like it seems like there's like two almost like two versions of fasting when like I think most people almost everyone in the church thinks of fasting as one thing and i think a lot of people think of it as like oh when you know we need we need extra help or um i wish we looked at more of the side to fast to show gratitude to heavenly father rather than like because fasting it really is a lot of like selfish inward looking like because it's like i want something even if it is for someone else it's something you want like you want someone to be healed right um and it's a lot, and and that's okay because we're giving up our worldly appetite to help someone else, which is good. That's like a way to serve, right? And I really like that version of it. But I also love the even step further of saying, like, Heavenly Father, my um, my life is really good right now, and I'm so grateful that I want to give more to you and and find a way to show Heavenly Father gratitude of everything that's going right. Um, and it even goes along the lines of. In my last podcast, we talked about how, how, like, how do we rely on God and Jesus Christ in the spirit when times are easy? Because it's really hard to, um, it's really easy to rely on him when times are hard because we're like, and, and I think that's the same with fasting, right? Like when times are hard, it's really easy to say, okay, I'm going to fast today. I need that, right? Or I need a blessing. Like I really need a blessing. Times are hard. Or I'm going to turn to God because times are hard. But how do we do that um, when times are easy? And I think you just showed one way. It's like fast for gratitude. Um, and actually my friend Josh, who was on the podcast last time, that was his reason for his his way to um, rely on God when times are easy. He's, his answer was gratitude. He said, show gratitude in every way that you can, which I thought was cool because I, I actually didn't think of gratitude. I thought of how to stay humble. And so we had two kind of sides to it. So, um, I think that's super cool. How you, how you kind of opened my mind about that. Shinobun. No, oh, mate, it's just, we're, 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 all, we're all trying to find our own way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as someone that doesn't come from a Mormon family, mm-hmm. I like distant families, distant yeah. members, are you know, I have some fam- members that are, are family yeah. members that are members. Yeah. But, you know, coming from not a strong Mormon family, you know, I have a different, my worldly views are very different and I approach things quite differently. Yeah. So mine is why, why do I do this? Plus maybe I'm just a, an instigator and I just like to ask why sometimes. Yeah, that's fair. But, you know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking about, you know, um, uh, there was a quote I heard and it was like, real friendship is when it's not convenient. Mm. Mm. and that's god that's what i think about god you know god is we 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 like we like him to be around when it's not convenient yeah but when it is convenient you know but when you know when it is oh sorry when it's convenient for us sorry yeah but when it's not convenient you know we tend to like i said when it becomes easy mm-hmm. oh you know what well, this sunday i might go out go out for you know go out with my friends oh this sunday i might skip church you know it's just we become lazy. So yeah. yeah, gratitude. I actually agree with that. Being humble is one thing, but also gratitude is um is also a really essential part of um keeping close to God. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. That that's so awesome. I mean, with with what you just said, um, with 
fasting, I thought, so I, I looked up actually kind of what has been um, said about fasting in the past. And cause I, I was super excited to hear about, you know, your way of fasting, um, which I'm not saying is your specific way, but a way you've, you've explained it to me. Um, and I found this quote from president Russell M. Nelson. And he said, fasting helps your spirit develop dominance over your physical appetites. And I thought that was like, that really hit me too. Cause I was like, fasting is a way to show Satan specifically, like you don't rule me. This worldly body doesn't rule me. And I am spiritually stronger than my physical um, limits. And, and when you, decide to put away our, our physical appetites for God. It's just another win on Satan. Like we're, we're continuing to grow closer to God because we don't need, like this body doesn't control us, right? We control our body with our spirit. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Actually, I was kind of looking at also fasting as well. And it's, yeah, giving something up. Mm -hmm. And I was even thinking like, so when I was a kid in a primary, which is like elementary school in America. Yeah um we did like um we did like fasting for less fortunate kids yeah you know you know fasting for to raise money but it wasn't just food we could actually give up other things mm -hmm. because thing is back then back in like you know jesus day man like food was like the top thing like yeah. food was <laughs> everything was about food you know then they, they didn't have game boys yeah or a warhammer or a minecraft yeah <laughs> you know yeah like you know <laughs> those things a lot of people live off that so yeah. it's also ollie you know there could be other ways you could fast you know oh maybe i'm not going to be on my phone for 24 hours mm. maybe i'm going to stay away from tv for 24 hours there are other ways that we can fast because we're, we're giving something that we find important and i find pc's compute important oh man like you know we have other things that are also important to us and if we're sharing god Hey, I'm giving this up that that I find quite important mm -hmm. for you. It's also another for for me. I feel it's also another way of um, you know showing gratitude and also saying, "Hey, thank you so much. I want to give all this time for you. This moment of me not being on my phone, this moment of me not playing games, or you know, not doing something for 24 hours this is for you. Yeah. It's the simple things. It doesn't have you know. It doesn't have to be great things." It just has to be simple things. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I think what's funny is we were just actually talking about this right before the podcast started. I made a little joke about Ollie and I was like, you're addicted to your phone, bro. And then he was like, maybe I am, but so is everyone else. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I was like, Hey, you should, you should cut the trend and, and stop. And he was like, yeah, you know what? I will. And so then you saying, um, like, like giving, giving fasting of like giving up phone or TV, like perfect because we are getting Ollie to do it as well. And I mean, we should all, oh. you know, yeah, yeah, we should, we all should like, but you know, don't, don't preach what you don't practice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's very true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it's hard, but no, yeah, there are other ways of uh, showing gratitude and giving time for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's not just food. We can do it in other ways as well. Yeah. Yeah. Experiment, you know. Yeah. Build your build your relationship with the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Ollie, what 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 would be harder to give up? Food or your phone? Uh, that's a hard one. That's a hard one, but probably 
my phone. <laughs> Your phone would be harder? Because it's around me all the time. Like, yeah. it's with me all the time. And, like, if I'm at school and class and stuff, food's not around. So probably my phone would be harder. So, yeah. Dang. I mean, that's the world today. I mean, like, people cannot live without their phone. And I think we need to break that as, like, as as humans we need to go against what's natural to us because we're all raised with this technology as being young and it's going to feel completely unnatural to go against it and to say no i'm going to put this down i'm going to try my best to find other things to be productive without like being on my phone constantly you know what i mean and that's like that's totally against the natural man satan wants us to be addicted to things and take away our agency and God wants us to be able to choose for ourselves and not be ruled by anything, including devices or TV or people, you know, or anything, right? Um, and one thing I wanted to say was I'm so glad you brought up fasting for not just food um, because I think that's so powerful because like the church leaders in the past have told us like do a social media fast and people do it like once and they're like, I did it, yay. And it's like, they want you to do this continually. This isn't something that, they want you to do once and feel good about yourself. This is a, a lesson to be learned, not a, not just a one-time thing that you do to check off the list. This is like a lesson from God, trying to teach everyone in the church. Um, and so I think fasting is also like prayer. As we know in the Bible, Jesus Christ, every time he talks about prayer, it's prayer and fasting. It's not just prayer, right? And people, you know, look at that and do a lot more praying than they do fasting when it's oftentimes almost always together, right? Those two are always together. And today, honestly, I was having a little thought process during the sacrament meeting. I just saw like so many people during elders quorum or during um like the classes after during sacrament meeting, just everyone on their phones, like Soon as the farewell speaker, my cousin got got done, and the next speaker came up, every like eighty percent of the people, boom, right on their phones. And I, I just, I was sad because before the mission, I used to do that too. And on the mission, I learned that it's like such a sacred time that we don't even we take for granted. We don't understand that God does everything for us. He saves us first of all. <laughs> He's literally saved us. He's given us the opportunity to be here. And throughout the whole week, he's helping us with the spirit. And we can't even give up two hours just to focus about. He does the impossible for us. He does the yeah. impossible for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I, I wish, I wish. Oh, so, and, and I was going to say this as well. I think prayer is just like fasting to where some people think we need to like get down on our knees and we need to get in a setting of by ourselves in the closet and pray. And that's like a real prayer. But even elder Bednar is like, I pray on the treadmill. I, when I'm working out, I say, I talk to God and I don't, I don't have any special setting. I'm in workout clothes and I'm talking to God. And I think fasting is the same way. I think we don't have to have this big prayer of like heavenly father from 12 today, I'm going to go in eight hours and I'm going to fast for this specific reason. And you're on your knees in a suit, right? I, I believe you literally can say, Heavenly Father, I'm going to give my phone up for an hour and I'm going to just try to focus on you. And I believe you can call that a fast and and you're doing it with Heavenly Father. You know what I mean? It's dedicating time. It's putting aside that time. It's, you know, it's your man spitting truth, man, straight up. 
because I'm one of those people that are on my phone. Instagram. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, it's terrible. So, like, what I actually did last, uh, so it's Monday now. Yeah. It's in Japan. Mm-hmm. So, yesterday, Sunday, I decided to bring my drawing pad. Cool. Just, you know, like, I was like, you know what? I need to do something while I'm in Sacramento. So, I, you know, I was drawing instead. I was, yeah, yeah it's not really. I wasn't really mentally there, but I was just like, no, I got to break it away. So, Ollie, I actually work for a company. Your cousin knows what it is. I can't really name it. But my job is I create games. And actually, so ever since I started working for this company, my consumption and even playing games has changed. Mm. Because I remember my leader, he looked me directly in the eyes. And you know what he said? We're in the business of addiction. Yep. That's scary when someone looks at you and goes, we're in the business of addiction. I love hearing stories when I see on the news a son or a daughter has taken their mum's credit card and stolen a bunch of money to pay for games. Yeah. He goes, that, and that, I brought me chill. He looked me directly in the eyes and said that to me. And I was like, <laughs> this is pretty hardcore. Um, <laughs> it is. And, you yeah. know, Yes, I work for this company, you know, and I do have issues with it, but it does pay bills. Um, but, you know, it's it's scary. It's scary because that's what Satan wants. He wants us to build an addiction. He wants us to build toxic and unhealthy behaviors. Yeah, Being on the phone is a very unhealthy behavior. Constantly needing it is an unhealthy behavior. You know, when we hear, when they tell us, you know, our leaders say, oh, don't be on your phone. Don't just think because it's, they want you to be healthy. What did I yeah. say for the trifecta? Healthy body, healthy mind, healthy spirit. Devices, they mess with the mind. They they create unhealthy mentality. Yeah. And it's scary. It's actually really scary because you're building a behavior that you're going to probably pass on to your friends. Children, your children will see this. Yeah. You know, think about it. You know, what kind of behavior would you like your kids, your your family, your friends to have? Mm-hmm. It's it is it's a very serious thing. And I I actually, you know, I'm trying to keep away from devices on a Sunday. Yeah. Really badly, but you know, read, draw, yeah. try and do something productive, you know. And I know some people they have they need their devices for work. You know, when it comes to work, that's you know, I have no quarrel with that. But when it becomes because you're bored and you're just doing it because you just got nothing else better to do, that's when you, that's what addictions is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's like my cinnamon roll addiction. (laughs) Yeah. So we don't have a temple in Nagoya. We don't have a temple where I live in Nagoya. It's like a four hour drive to Mm -hmm. Tokyo. So when we go to the temple, do you know what I'm more excited for? I'm more excited to go into Cinnaboon, Cinnabon, and buy me a 12-pack of hot cinnamon rolls. That's that's what we call an addiction. And it is an addiction. And you know what? I like it. It's delicious. Yeah. But it's not good because my main my main thought should be I'm going to the temple. Yeah. But even when I'm in there, even when I'm in, you know, doing the baptism. You know what I'm thinking about? I'm thinking about those hot bonds getting thrown, shoved down my gob. Like that's what I'm thinking about. And that's, yeah, we have to think about it. You know, when we're, when we're putting worldly things above, above 
these sacred rituals that we have and these special sacred times that we have, even above our own family, that's when you have to identify. That's what we call addiction. Mm. And that's what, sadly, my business is in, making games and getting kids and people addicted. Yeah. And, and I still make games, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, it's cool that you see that side of things. I think that's like really profound because funny enough, all right, I have I have two things to say right now. Funny enough, literally ye- yesterday, I was texting this girl online about buying an electric motorcycle from her. Um, and electric. I said, yeah, electric motorcycle, right? Get petrol, mate. What's wrong with you? No, no. Just just listen. I, I, I didn't really want it. I just, it looked cool. So I messaged her. You know what I mean? Um, and so... I said, is there anything wrong with it? <laughs> and she said, it works well. And I said, why are you selling? And she said, firstly, because it was my <laughs> it was my son's punishment. He spent more than $1,300 on his PlayStation network with my credit card. What? And so it was funny you said that because she has to sell her son's motorcycle because he stole that much money on a game. You know what I mean? Um, which you're saying it really is an addiction. And that's the thing about people with like porn addictions. As soon as they're bored, as soon as they like their first tendency is to go look at porn. Someone who's addicted to eating food, as soon as they're bored or, or stressed or other triggers, they go and they go and eat food. Right. Or, I mean, think about it when someone's in public and they're uncomfortable, what does every single person do? Get on their phone, boom, look down. As soon as they don't want to talk to anyone, they don't want to be, they want to get away from things. And I think, when we f- decide to re- recognize those tendencies that we're doing and push away from them, we start to, God starts to help us grow a lot, actually. Spiritually, physically, emotionally, every, in every way when we say, God, I recognize I'm giving into this bad habit. Soon as I'm uncomfortable, I look at my phone. Soon as I am bored or stressed, I go eat food, I, I do something dumb. And soon as you push that away, God says, look at the effort he's making and I'm gonna bless him for it. He's, he's turning away against the natural man. Um, and one thing about sacrament meetings specifically, I, I learned this in Japan and I'm sure you have learned this. Um, I got to a point where I could understand actually a really good, good amount of sacrament meeting, but after a certain amount of time listening in a second language, you're just lost. Like I'm just like, maybe for the first, you know, couple talks, I'm like, I kind of get what's going on. Like, I understand their story. And then like, when it gets to the last dude, I'm like, I have no clue what the frick this guy is saying. And what I've learned is that it's not productive for me to sit there and just be completely lost and my brain's dead. And so oftentimes during the sacrament, when no one's speaking or on the last speaker, when I just don't know what's going on, I start reading the scriptures or I write down spiritual thoughts that I've had, or I have a have a spirit like a a book written by an LDS author like I did that today during sacrament meeting I was just reading the scriptures because I got done with my prayer thanking God for the week and how I was going to change and thinking about what I had done wrong and how I'm going to do better and then like there's still 10 minutes left like do I just sit there and get on my phone and I decided you know for me to fulfill my time in church is to read the scriptures or to do something spiritually you know what I mean what do you do Ollie when you're in church uh, I go on my phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now, <nah>, actually. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's 
said Ollie. Nah, it's but we can't help it. Like I said, it's an addiction. Yeah. It's an addiction. And <laughs> the sooner we recognize this, the sooner it's just gonna help. It's gonna help us. Um it's actually funny that you talk about Sunday in Japan. So yeah, like it's in Japanese. Sometime, actually 99% of the time, I'm just too tired to translate it because yeah. working, I work almost every day and I'm just like, oh, so actually what I've been getting to do. So at first, going to be honest, at first I would jump on my phone and play Warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> just being honest. Yeah, just being fair, honest. It's it's like, fair. It was actually a lady behind me and she was just like, you shouldn't do that. I was just like. Yeah. Like, Okay, but I want to do it you more now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, "You tell me not to go. I'm gonna do it." Um, so actually, <laughs> what I'm doing now is I go onto the LDS app hmm. and I just listen to scripture. I'll just yeah. chuck my earpods on and I'll just listen to the. I'll, I'll just put it on, you know, voice read yeah. audio, and I'll just sit there and listen to the audio, and I'll you know just draw. I like I I listen to the audio and I was just drawing, yeah. you know, because I was like I, I need to be. I need to spiritually feed myself because I'm physically too tired yeah. to listen to the Japanese. And like there are translators there, but sometimes I just don't want to hear another person's voice yeah. in my ear hole. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just like, oh, I don't want to. Do yeah. I was like, no, I don't want this. So, you know, it's, it's about being productive. Yeah. And it's a great thing because if we do these simple things, Ollie, you know mm -hmm. what the greatest gift that the Lord will give us? Yeah. Discipline. Hmm. Discipline. Hmm. He gives us he will give us the greatest gift. Um, I'm gonna ask your cousin, or I'm gonna ask Jackson if he remembers. What was the one thing that I told you to keep when you finished your mission? Was my morning routine. Your morning routine. And why was that? So that I I mean, there were many reasons we talked about in the conversation, but one thing I remember you were saying was that starting I mean, there's, I'll name a couple things. One was that I could have the spirit with me at the very beginning of the day and dedicate the time as soon as I wake up to Heavenly Father. But also, he, you were talking about how a lot of missionaries go home and just people in general just sleep in and give in to the natural man and just like, like kind of look at yourself rather than looking at God in the morning, right? That's that's what I remember about the thing you mm -hmm. taught me about. And, 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 see, and for that... In return, the Lord will give us discipline. Discipline is a powerful tool. Mm. Being disciplined is a gift. I look at it as one of the faith and discipline. Faith, hope, and discipline are like the three biggest things for me. Mm. Having hope in something gives you faith. And with that faith, hopefully grows discipline. Mm. If you're able to keep to something, look at some of the greatest, most Think of um, who's your? Do you have a famous celebrity or someone that you really look up to, Ollie? Uh, yeah. Who's that? I'm trying to think. Logan Paul. No. Not Logan Paul. Okay, okay. Probably. Is it in the Phase Clan? No. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Uh. Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber. No. Um. Actually, someone in the Face Clan's brother, so he's not a part of Face Clan. So a gamer. No, not a, a gamer. gamer. He's not a gamer. Oh, not no, gamer. He's not a gamer. Oh, was he a YouTuber or yeah, a, YouTuber. Is he an influencer? YouTuber. So those YouTubers, you know, a lot of people look like, oh, that's an easy job. Mm. That's discipline. Do you know how annoying that would have to be? Getting up every day, 
jumping on front of a screen and then just doing things yeah. like that's they have the discipline mm-hmm. to follow through with it mm-hmm. if you have the discipline to follow through with it even with our lord if you can discipline yourself to do the simple things blessings only blessings yeah. i do the basic things and i'm my life is blessed yeah very actually recently quite blessed um i got i actually was given an opportunity to move away from my kind of work that i do now still within the company mm. and take on a really big project uh, based in Singapore. Whoa. And that's because I honestly believe I was disciplined. I wasn't going out victimizing myself going, Oh, whoa, me, whoa, this, I was, you know, the Lord put me in a position. I followed through with it mm. and I had the discipline to follow through with it. And that's like I said, try and build that muscle. Discipline is a muscle, Ollie. Yeah. Like my stomach, yeah. it's a bit, it's, it's stretched. It's extra. St- I've, I've, I've exercised my stomach. So now I can eat 36 cinnamon rolls in one sitting <laughs> big ones, not mini ones, yep. you know, <laughs> yep. that's yeah. dedication and discipline. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's, you're, you're using amazing things. <laughs> it's funny. Cause you're using an addiction plus dedication as a, as both <laughs> like we're talking about it's bad but then also it's good you know you got yeah. both baby <laughs> it's not yeah. good oh, it's not good i'm a warus i'm a <laughs> so bad so one thing i love i think one of the coolest things i've heard you say actually now is that discipline is a blessing and the reason i say that is because um the world today i mean the as the world gets worse and worse and worse think about Anything that's going on, you can do whatever you want. You can feel however you want to feel. You can, like, we're not going to discipline you. You can, you choose who you want to be. Live your inner self, right? When back in the day, they were like, get your A to the freaking school and slap them in the butt. You know what I mean? Like, what do you, like, you don't get to choose what you want. I know what's best for you. I'm your parent. You know what I mean? And it's like, nowadays, it's like, no, we treat them very kind. We don't, we, they can choose what they want to do. Like, for example, there is a reason why my parents were wanting me to go to church when I was not living the right life. And there's a reason why they were really frustrated when, and, and really disciplining me hard when I was really deep in drugs, alcohol, not doing the best things. Right. And to me, I wanted to live my inner self, whatever that meant. Right. I wanted to do what I wanted to do. And that's the same with heavenly father. He has so much discipline. He has so much rules because He's perfect and he has the higher way to live. And we're all humans thinking we know what's best. And now the world is saying, don't you don't have to follow God religion. You don't have to follow these rules. You live how you want to live. And you're and that's you live your inner self and that's how you'll be happy. And it's like, actually, you're a weak human who who doesn't know godly laws and doesn't know actual the reason why you're here. And if you try to live yourself, that's like throwing a baby dog who was just born out in the wilderness without its mom. Like it's going to die or it's going to become mentally ill or it's going to, you know what I mean? Like it's going to have a lot of problems caused mm-hmm. to it. Um, and for example, like, I mean, Shinobun, what would you say to Ollie? Because sometimes, you know, as a kid, I mean, I had the same problem. I didn't want to go to church, you know? Yeah. And what, what, in, like, what advice would you give to Ollie with like, say he wakes up and he's like, I do not want to go to church this morning. Like I'm just not feeling it um would you want to hear his advice sure yeah yeah okay so um yeah like we're all been there 
you know, mm-hmm. all young, don't want to go to church. It's boring. Like, I'm going to be honest. For a kid, it's a boring place. Yeah. It's not fun. But <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually, I have a cousin, and Jackson knows my cousin. Uh, he also lives in Japan, actually quite close to where I live. Mm-hmm. I actually liked how his parents did it. His parents allowed him freedom. But with this freedom comes at a cost. Follow the rules of the house. Mm. Go to church. Do your priesthood duties. If you can, if you can follow these three things, do what you want. So I also think it's also in do of the parents as well. Mm-hmm. A kid is a kid. What does a kid know? You know, that's why sometimes I am sometimes reluctant with some missionaries because the kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's not their fault. It's not their fault, you know. But it, it's sometimes it, it just gets me when I get an eighteen-year-old kid trying to tell me how to live my life, and it's like, man, <laughs> you have not lived. Have you? Yeah, right. But at the same time, that's also me being prideful and just being, yeah, being an egg, just being an egg, just being stubborn. <laughs> but Ollie, I would like, I would say, create your own reason. Mm-hmm. Find a reason. Like I found my reason to fast. Everyone mm. was telling me this and I didn't like it. I was like, no, nah, you know what? I'm going to find, I'm going to do my own way. I'm going to find my, I'm going to find how I can fast because I don't like the idea of, oh, something bad's going on in my life. Or, oh, I need help. Help me, help me, help me. I'm a very do it yourself kind of person, but you can't do it. Well, it's do it yourself, but you still need God's assistance. Yeah. Knowing that God's there. What do you think, Ollie? What do you think is good from church? What do you think? Like, actually, what do you think? I would like an honest opinion. Yeah, you can. You can literally say exactly. Yeah, how you this feel. this is anything. It's okay. exactly how you feel. Like, what do you think about church, just in general? Uh, sometimes it's boring, but then sometimes it's kind of interesting. That's fair. And what do you find interesting? Like just the lessons and stuff, and it's fun how like. You can see your some of your friends that go to school with you and some that don't go to school with you. That's a great thing. Friendship, mm-hmm. kinship, you know. Friendship is that, that's another that's another blessing from God. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. It's hard because I I this there's actually a really hard question, you know, how do I try and convince a kids to go to enjoy church? That's that for me that's quite difficult because I'm more like Try and find your own way. I think, but yeah, I think honestly, for me, you answered it. I mean, the one thing I needed to hear, because I mean, for Ollie too, but for me, I thought was really cool was find your own reason, because then it got me to my thought of my journey about why I even chose to go on a mission. And my reason for going on a mission was not because I knew the church was true. Um, And it was not because. I, because I thought it would be cool or anything. My reason was because I was saved by God. I knew God was real. I didn't know the church was true, but I knew God was there because he had saved me from a very scary situation. And I felt that I said, okay, I know, I know God's real. I looked at my older brothers and sisters and I looked at my return, my um, return missionary teammates in college. I looked at them and my older brothers and sisters. And I said, like, they're amazing people. And my motivation was, I want to become like a person like them. 
And with the, with the life that I am living right now, I'm not going to become that way. And I knew that serving God on a mission could help me become like my brothers and sisters and my really good um, teammate friends. And then at eight months on my mission, I realized, finally, I know the church is true. And now I have to go home and repent of a lot of things. Um, and, and it all started from Ollie, just, just me wanting to become like really special people in my life, my older yeah. siblings. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you can find your own reason. Like he said, like, it doesn't have to be like, cause your parents make you because you need to, you know, go because you're supposed to go. Right. Mm-hmm. You can say like, I want to become like these amazing people in church, or I want to, yeah. you know, if I don't go. I mean, think about think think about, think about this. If you don't go the rest of your life and you just stay home and you're on your phone, uh-huh. I mean, that's just an addiction getting worse and worse and worse. And so, yeah. even if it's not bad now, think about in ten years. Think mm-hmm. about think about doing that every Sunday for ten years. Trying to put your phone down for even a second is going to cause you problems. Yeah. Does that make sense? Uh huh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. It's actually funny you say that you looked at your siblings, your older siblings. So my cousin that lives here, we just watched, I watched a video of his, one of his oldest son, uh, his oldest son, sorry, his oldest son. Yeah. And I remember my cousin, his father said to him, if you do the right things, the rest will follow. He's got eight siblings mm. and they did follow. So it's also due to, you need to look up to who's, you know, you need to have good idols. Look at Jackson. I would actually recommend to look up to Jackson. He's the man. He's the man. <laughs> he's actually, he's very, he's, Jackson knows what I'm like. I don't give time for a lot of people. <laughs> I don't. I'm but lucky. he's I'm very, lucky. he's one of very few people because he's genuine. He's a good person. Look how blessed his life is. Mm. You need to look at the right people and take them as good examples. You know, find good idols, find people around, be around people that are that are good. Show me your friends and I'll show you your future. The people that mm. you hang around and you associate yourself with is what you're going to bring. Nothing, 100%. nothing brings nothing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's so true. Yeah. Are you the oldest one? Are you? Do you have any brothers or sisters, Ollie? Are you the oldest, youngest, middle child? I have an older sister, an older brother, and then a younger brother. Nice. Yeah. So you are responsible mm-hmm. for your younger brother. He looks at he looks at you. Mm-hmm. He, you know, he's. What would he think if he only saw his? Like here, we have to think about it. What would your younger brother think when he only sees you sitting on your? It's okay to play on your phone. I'm not not saying don't <laughs> yeah. play on your phone. Everyone, everyone does okay. it. Right? Yeah. yeah, everyone does it. I spend I've spent three days on in front of my computer fighting monster dragons. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like I can't talk. I can't talk. But you know, when you start doing ill things, and your younger brother sees, he's gonna he's gonna mimic that. He's gonna copy that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Not 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 putting you down, Ollie, like for anything that you're yeah. doing. It's it's normal. Yeah. Be who you are. Be who mm-hmm. you are. Do do what you gotta do. It's all good. Be who you are, but also don't. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. Does it? Because <laughs> it's kind of confusing. Be but- who you are, but create well, be who you are, but 
create a bit of self. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Like live, li- like be who you are, but also know that someone uh, above knows a lot better than you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Someone, someone like God. That's everyone. That's God mm-hmm. who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. God knows. So there's this quote. I won't say it word for word, but it's by Ezra Tap Benson, and he says, "God can make a lot more out of your life than you can." And it is that's one of my favorite quotes of all time for one but also does that make sense yeah god can uh-huh. w- yeah what what do you think about that well, like what do you understand about that quote uh what quote yeah okay. like god can make a more more out of your life than you can yeah what does that mean to you like he can make like the better decisions and stuff yeah right yeah like so you think for example say say you have an opinion of like oh I can, like, I, I can do a lot better for my life. Like, people telling me what to do. Mm-hmm. Like, but God has given us specific rules and laws and teachings, right, mm-hmm. to follow. And if we follow them, he promises us that we he will make more out of our life than we can. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the end, you will be better off following God than you will yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. I mean, I, this has probably been... I, I, it's funny because in every single podcast, I almost, I end off saying, this has been my favorite. I don't know why that is, but every single one gets better. And I, I, I just enjoy the conversations so much. Like there's never been a time where I'm like the, the past one, the last one was a lot better. Like this one's trash. Like every time. And what's funny is this was a last second podcast with, I asked Ollie like a, a couple hours ago. I asked yes. you, Shinobun a couple hours ago. Um, and that's what's just so special about two or three gathered in, in his name, um, speaking about mm-hmm. um, the Lord's gospel and and what that brings. And it's just the spirit and so many amazing ideas that really help. Um, I think, do you have something to say? Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I just was going to say, um, don't you have a, a video to show us? I do have a video to show us. Don't you have a video to show us? I do. So before we end, I want to end on a little bit of a highlight note because we just talked about a lot of improving and self, you know, some things we need to do better for our Heavenly Father. But this is kind of a fun little video that I was blown away by. If anyone knows Roman Atwood, um, he is a famous YouTuber and I used to watch him growing up all the time. For example, one of his famous videos is he filled his whole house with um, those, what are, what are those balls called that you jump into? No, 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 no. They're like um the ball balls pit? you jump ball what? Ball pit balls. Ball pit balls. Yeah, like yeah. the where you jump into the pit and it's like a they're like little but, plastic balls with air like inside. The different colors. Yeah, there's different colors yeah. and it's like you it's like oh, the rainbow pits. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he filled his whole house completely full. Um besides the note. So this guy, super famous YouTuber, and while I was on my mission, him and his family were baptized into our church, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that blew me away because I thought, what? Like, this guy does not seem like he would have been become a member of our church. But yeah. he is on a podcast with Logan Paul. And Logan Paul actually asks him, he says, you know, are you Mormon? And then we're going to just hear kind of his story. He kind of tells Logan Paul and all of Logan Paul's, like, friends about our church. And it's really cool. It's, it's really awesome. I'm going to share our screen right now. Um... And I don't know why this is so cool to me. Um, can you, oh wait, one second. I got to share my audio with you real quick. 
I didn't believe it too when <laughs> when was, you when you heard about it. Yeah, I was like, no way. <laughs> <laughs> my dad told me, and I. Oh, about oh this guy! Oh my god! You yes, know this guy? Oh my gosh! I know this dude. You yeah. know this guy, right? Yeah, he's like yeah. super, yes, super yes. famous dude. Yeah, him and his him and his family, right? He's got like yeah, yeah, a wife and kids. Yes, exactly. She, yeah. Oh, okay. That's that's mad. That's mad. Okay, All right, play, ready? Okay. And tell me, like, if you can hear it or you can't hear it, let me know. Okay. Okay. What What <laughs> was it about your operation that made her want to believe in it? Was it was it just the power of love? I, th I think we were just fascinated with each other and, and just connected at the hip. So whatever she did, I was in, whatever I did. And, and to this day, dude, to this day, we, we do everything 24 seven together. Like it's disturbing to most people. Like nobody can do anything with me because she's with me. No way. Yeah, my buddies don't even hit me up anymore. She's your like best friend. Best friend, soulmate. I, I, I 20 minutes without her, I'm texting her, I miss you. Yeah. That's amazing. It's, it's scary. And you're not Mormon. I am Mormon. Yeah, I actually am. No, you're not. Yeah, yeah, we are. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, oh my gosh. Wait, <laughs> Wait what you, does that have to do with are love? You, are you? What does that have to do with love? <laughs> yeah, could, yeah, we are. That's a very Mormon quality. Is I, it? I think so. But I wasn't Mormon when we met. Whoa. Yeah. Who Who is Mormon? Was she Mormon? You're not, you're not with me? No, no. She's. We're Mormon together now. We. You're with me. You're, you're you're pranking me. You're pranking me. <laughs> what do you, what what, what does you, that have to do with love? First of all, Mormon, but you weren't Mormon when you met. So who converted? So what? all right, here's this. I'll give you a this real is story. Fascinating. This is something I've never told because I, thirteen years on YouTube. Yep. No religion, no politics. Same. So I'm gonna break out of the break out of the box for you. Here we go. Wow. I've always been religious. I'm never part of any actual church. I've been to almost all churches. From Catholic to apostolic to, you know, you name it. When I was a young, I don't know, 14, 15, my mother and father joined the LDS, Mormon church. It's not even Mormon anymore. Yeah. Um, Mormon has such a bad rep that I think everybody likes to avoid it. But um, mom and dad joined when I was young and I seen them change tremendously mm. from drinking, smoking, partying to like, boom off switch, family, raising kids the best they could, just being a good example. Yeah. About th three plus years ago, um, my mother passed away. Um, we were all on vacation. She's on a scooter. She literally falls off a scooter, passes away on the oh, spot. I couldn't uh, believe that. Devastated. Horrible. That, that incident pulled Brittany and I both without ever talking to each other about it to church. We weren't going to join a church. We just had to be part of this, 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 this thing that my mother was a part of. Like I, 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 something in my head was like, this is what she wants for me. Mm. And when we kept, we just kept naturally going. It was so heavy on me, man. Like it gave me so much hope and joy. My mom's passing was easier. My life became easier. I had more joy than I ever found skydiving in Dubai or a successful YouTube channel or all the money that I could ever want in a bank account. I had more joy following Jesus than I had with all of the world combined. Wow. And I couldn't deny it anymore. I couldn't deny it to the point where we started having missionaries over. And, and it felt so good to us that we, we joined and um, we both were baptized together same day. And uh, we've been uh, just trying to live 
as good humans, man. That's mm -hmm. it. Like we don't go, we don't, we're not too deep into the church, but we enjoy going and we just, I don't know, man. Yeah. Dude, I am so happy for you. What an unexpected twist. Dude, I said it because the way you light up mm. and the way you're describing your relationship with people you love and especially her, your wife, is so rich. And I often get that vibe from Mormon people. Yeah, I mean, what is it you're, about that? Because even before we joined the church, you're 100% right. Like, I can almost meet someone like they're Mormon. Almost. What? They, like, are we just happy I, all like, the time? Like, like just genuine there's like a, a a brightness in your eyes well this is weird like what i just told you there's this joy that i've found in my life outside of of the world you know yeah. like i've done cool things in my career in my life yeah. like you are right now and to find something that outweighs that is crazy doesn't crazy. doesn't lds have like a uh yeah. a certain level of like simplicity involved in it like no booze can you drink coffee no I don't, the, I don't know if you, I don't know. Yeah, if you the do. idea is that like nothing that you can become addicted to. So Got coffee it. is something that people are addicted so, to. So I guess what I'm getting at with that question is like when you remove a lot of life's like little luxuries or mm -hmm. addictions or complications or, uh, you know, uh, distractions, yeah. that simplicity oftentimes does bring an air of happiness and, and, and ease to your life. And so like I could see that being exhibited in the, you know, personalities and, and persons of that church and that way of thinking, you know? Yeah, it's Makes interesting. Sense. It's still very new to us as well. Um, you know, we're learning a lot. I've got three wives now, which is awesome. Nah. So awesome. Uh, <laughs> I want you to say it's a prank, bro, right now. <laughs> yeah, no, no um, it, you know what? It's something that we've never spoke about, but I'm happy to. It's, um, it's just a joy we found. And I'm at a point in my life where, uh, you know, I, I'm chasing that family joy now. Like, I really want my kids to have the most incredible life. Um, and it, that's it's another reason I brought them this weekend. I don't, I don't include them enough into my career and what we do. Working along people that you love or are friends with is, is an incredible uh, obstacle sometimes and can be very tough. Um, has it, is it all? All right. So, I mean, I watched that video for the first time and I was like, Wow. Like, Logan Paul, one of the most famous, I mean, Viners, YouTubers, and right? And boxer. And boxer, like, I mean, if he's a real boxer or not. Real <laughs> debate, who knows? Is. But um, one of the most famous dudes in the U.S. nowadays. Just, Complimenting. Yeah, yeah. Literally just saying, like, what is it about Mormons? They they have such a deep love for their family, for their spouse, they have this light to them. They are so simple. And, and it's like, I almost want to go say, go check it out. If you see that in someone else, go go look at it. You know what I mean? Like, why do you think they live that way? Um, and they, it's, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, it was actually, it's interesting hearing, maybe it's different in America than it is in New Zealand. But yeah, like initially, like, you know, you can't tell in New Zealand who are Mormons. Okay. Um, uh, just because we're just very kind of down to earth people naturally mm -hmm. in New Zealand. We're just, yeah. Eh. Gotcha. You know, we're not hip. And it was interesting, like how he said he wasn't religious or he wasn't, or he wasn't into religion or he wasn't into politics. Yeah. And it's actually interesting for me. It was like, why would he mention politics and religion at the same time? But then I also forget, oh, a lot of those go hand in hand. Uh, in some in places <laughs> in america yep. it's it's a big thing 
But actually, one thing that actually kind of ticked my box for Logan Paul is he didn't. Yeah, like you said, Mormonism has a bad rep. People mm. have a lot of bad names on it. Yeah. Um, and I was actually pretty impressed that Logan Paul didn't take a fat dookie on on our church. Like yeah. he he was being really respectful. And it's just amazing that even a YouTube look, Ollie, that YouTuber, you know, he found mm-hmm. he said he's not too deep into it, but he it seems that he's doing what is needed. You know, he's built his own relationship mm. yeah. with the church and with God. Yeah. And as long as you're, I feel that as long as you're like, the way that I look at it is as long as you're honest with yourself, as long as you're honest with yourself, um, blessings. But yeah, it's, it's actually really interesting. That's, that I'm crazy? shocked that there was, I'm shocked that, that there was even aired. I know. Me too. I mean, that, like, just seeing him, first of all, bear his testimony in front of the whole world, like, being like, I found more joy than any other worldly feeling I've ever had in my entire life mm, following mm, Jesus mm. Christ. I mean, that's like, yo. And Facts. W- one, one thing that really blew my mind too, and this is another topic that we can think about for like another time, but after his mom's death, why was him and his wife call, called separately by God? They didn't know this. They both felt prompted to be a part of what she was a part of because they knew it was good. And I think about this. I think about this has to have premortal life relationship. Like they have to have been chosen good people to join the church because why don't all people have those experiences? Why don't all people come to our church eventually? You have to be, I believe you have to be so humble enough to say, I'm so humble that I'm willing to check out the Mormons and to see what it's like you have to be that vulnerable and humble and i think that's what he experienced death does it as well yeah that's fair understand your own mortality can do that to you or the mortality of other people it's it can do but it's actually it's beautiful and i'm actually i'm just i'm kind of shocked i'm still in shock with logan paul right normally he (laughs) this guy normally because normally he likes to diss religion yeah like um you know that guy with the beard that was sitting next to that other dude yeah 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 the- Actually, you know what? Okay, first of all, if anyone saw that, I cracked up laughing when the guy's like, you know, my life is for Jesus. And then the guy with the beard went over to shake his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you watch him, and he just leaves him hanging, I was like, oh, yeah, sad. I, I saw that too. It's so <laughs> I funny. was like, oh, that was the first thing. I was like, oh, bro, shake the bro's hand. Apart from that, um, it was, you know, because that guy with the beard, he left Logan Paul's podcast, right? Yeah. Because. Logan Paul wasn't respecting his beliefs and even oh, no way. Yeah. Like they, I was watching it. I was watching an interview on it he and he was just like, you know, yeah, the guy on the, Oh, you don't know. Yeah. The guy on the bed, he, he was kind of pushed away. I don't really know the full story, but yeah. he said it was due to his beliefs. Oh, wow. And that's why I was even shocked that Logan Paul was actually being quite nice to this yeah. guest because I was like, that's not the Logan Paul. I know the Logan Paul I know likes to dookie on people. Yeah. And like it's his interesting. Own brother. It just, oh yeah, like oh. his own brother. But you know what? I'm impressed. Yeah, I and I actually, that. he's actually put. I, I've. He's. I kind of like him. And I'm very thankful that you know the spirit was there. Yeah, it was. The spirit man. was there. It was. It, it was there. It was there. Everyone was humbled. You know, yeah. those two guys, Logan and that other dude next to him. Like, you know, my impression is, uh, those guys are just instigators. They just, they're just trying to get clout. Yeah. Anywhere they can. Yeah. But everyone was humbled, and you know, it's. It was great to see. Oh man. Yeah. Oh Logan Paul. All right. 
Yeah. And, and one thing I would take away from this as well, anyone listening, is that I think this principle of what we just watched and listened to of these Logan Paul famous people completely being respectful. And the reason they were, I believe, is because the reasons we choose to follow Jesus Christ. If we follow Jesus Christ because our parents tell us to, because um, we, we, we get married in the temple because it's it's a culture thing and it's cool and we get pictures, or if we do anything that is asked of us by God for the wrong reasons, people won't be touched by our testimonies. People won't be changed by our fake way of living. But I believe that that man, Roman Atwood, he is on that podcast, 100% knows what he is doing is making his life 10 times better than any other experience he's ever had. And he knows that in his heart. And when you testify something you know of that strong, people cannot bag on it. They cannot not believe in you. They listen to it and they say, wow, this guy, it's so it's so moving because this guy has changed. I can't, I can't deny what this guy is telling me because I can tell he is dedicated and he believes in it. You know what I mean? I think that's why there was no doubt. There was yeah. no doubt. There was he, he was just like like are you moment? He's like, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, you know, I heard so you know, it's from what I see in America. Claiming <laughs> certain religions is like almost a death sentence. Yeah. When it comes, you know, and you know, yeah. that's what was his name? Rodney? The reason why he didn't become prime minister president uh. was because he was mormon that was the only reason why oh yeah mick romney yeah yep. mick romney yeah yeah, yeah. no mcdog it's it's true like in especially in other states i mean including our state as well there's a lot of anti-mormons in utah it's either you're mormon or you hate the mormons it, it's pretty common i Really? Yes, very very common. That's, that's crack up. That's hilarious. I and love so, it. <laughs> um, and so, what's interesting is in in the U.S. Oftentimes, if you say that you remember the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, a lot of people nowadays it's getting better because they're realizing, wow, they're not crazy freaks and they don't have horns and they don't have million wives, right? But it still has a, a really negative view on it when you say, "Yeah, I'm a member of the church." They're like, "Oh, you know what I mean?" Like. If you're a member, it's good. If you're not a member, they say, oh, your church is of the devil. Like it happened on the mission all the time. I want, before we end, I want both Ollie Shinamoon to give their final thoughts. Just you can bear your testimony. You can say whatever you want about what happened during this podcast, how you felt, any last things you want to say to the people listening. Um, Ollie, you, you want to have him go first and you can think about it? Uh, I'm ready. Okay, you go. You got it. It's off topic though. It's, okay. It's off topic though, but in my neighborhood, there's this like rapper who is like not there yet, but like the missionaries are trying to get him to join the church, and like he's been kind of tempted. So. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that rapper's name? He, NBA Youngboy. NBA Youngboy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he has a he has an ankle brace on right now, right? To like a. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. an ankle thing to keep him so he's at house arrest, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and he's in your ward, right? Yeah. 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 There, there's That's this... sick. That's gangster. So the missionaries <laughs> in Ollie's ward are teaching NBA young boy. Uh-huh. Um, and, he's, and he wants to be baptized, but he's, since he's on um, house arrest, he can't be baptized yet. But he's, he's, he's kind of like 
going in and out, huh? Like yeah, he's like he's kind of like getting better. He's kind of like getting better, but then getting worse, and then like yeah, stuff like that. That's, That's pretty cool. Sick. I like that. Yeah. I like that. I like that. That's like yes, yes, yes. So does Ollie? Does seeing like kind of famous people? realize this church is true does that like kind of give you uh-huh. like whoa that's like this must be kind of yeah. true if it's like reaching uh-huh. people outside of just your family and ward right mm-hmm. it's like roman atwood logan paul reacts to it yeah. other famous people who are like mormons aren't actually as bad as we thought and they're mm-hmm. actually really amazing people yeah mm-hmm. so uh, that's pretty cool huh yeah it's pretty it's cool yeah yeah well do you have any questions for shinobin before he goes uh no Okay, cool. What do you think, Shinobin? What are, what are some last thoughts you have for the listeners? Uh, my last thoughts is surround yourself with people that are good. Um, surround yourself with love. Be kind. Be understanding. And I think find find your own way. Find your own personal relationship with the lord don't you know it's it's easy to follow and it's it's harder to take our own steps so try and find your own steps towards the lord he's going to be there to lead us but if you can find a way to to really make that breakthrough of finding a, a, a relationship that suits you go for it i'll do your thing yes i like it thank you for that i don't have anything else and i'm just super grateful that both of you are willing to come on and and talk and i think this is probably one of the coolest conversations i've had about fasting and prayer because new things came up that i hadn't thought of before and i'm sure that happened for both of you to where you were you know we talked about things and then new things came up where i was like wow like i didn't think about that and that's how just the spirit works anyone listening that's just how it works when you sit down and talk with others about the gospel of Jesus Christ and how we can improve all together to become closer to our heavenly father, heavenly father in the spirit blesses us with things that we didn't think we could think of words that we didn't think we could say and ideas and ways to improve our lives. Um, we didn't think we could have. And I just want I really want to testify that that literally is how the spirit works in these conversations. Um, Yeah, so thank you all so much for listening in today and we will see you on the next one. Bye-bye. Wave to the camera. Right there. There you go. Bye-bye. Bye.